Welcome back to the Until Golf Podcast. I'm your host, <laughs> Clay Wigginton, here with uh, DRCHP himself, Dr. Chip. Good to be back. I don't know if you remember, but I was on the pod maybe nine months ago. One of the highlights of uh, my career. Just glad to be back. Nine months ago, also known as three podcasts ago. <laughs> I think that's actually probably that's true. Probably true. Um, it's called Dr. Chip Joins the Pod, if you want to go back and listen to that. I think the quality may be the worst audio quality we've ever had, even worse than this one. Hey, uh, shout out to Doug, who I know is listening. Shout out to T. Smitty, um, Haddon, probably not listening, and Keaton, 100% in. There you go. Those are our three, uh, our three listeners. Um, first of all, Chip, uh, we're driving back from Village Greens. Um, I'm not going to say what I'd, what I'd like to call it. Uh, you know, we got to keep this PG. Uh, what are you drinking? I uh, just finished off my unsweetened, pure leaf, real brewed tea, never from powder. Delicious. Fascinating. And if you can't tell by now, so we had a fantastic plan for today's pod. Chip had his AirPods. I had my AirPods. We were going to connect to my phone with each pair of AirPods and use the speakers from each. That did not work. Uh, apparently you can't do that. So let me tell you guys what I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking a just a 20 ounce Red Bull. <laughs> so uh, way too much. Chip's getting a little concerned about my driving. I'm really hyped up right now. Um, I'd like to get Chip's thoughts here on, just kind of give me some overall thoughts on today's round. From what I understand, what was different about today was really all started last night. Late into the night, we printed out the yardage book. That's a whole fiasco of itself that Clay can explain. But we really went through every hole and planned out what shot we were going to hit from the tee. And from my perspective, I think that really helped the overall mood and ability to just relax and trust the shot throughout the whole day today let me let me interject real fast i i've always done this i've always selected what club i was going to hit if i had the ability to look ahead of time or if i played a practice round the difference today was using the um yardage books that i was able to print from online and being able to select and show stats like how wide the fairway is at different areas how far the bunker is all this kind of stuff I felt like for the first time in my life, last night, when we finished, I was 100% confident that every club we said was the right one. So that today, I didn't step up with a four iron on a par five. Yes, you heard that correctly. The first hole, I hit a four iron, and it was a par five. I would never have done that one time in my entire life. I would have said, well, it's a par five. I'm obviously going to hit driver. But we had realized that the best place to be the safest shot and leave yourself a club in, I had seven iron in on that hole. Why would you do more than that? And I had about 10 feet for eagle. So that was a, that's a great example of how it was different than what I've done in the past. Yeah, and I mean, we literally would mark a red dot where the ball, we wanted the ball to land, play the shot backwards last night before even coming. And we just, we just felt confident pulling that club out of the bag and, and getting up and, and striping it. How did that work out today? Well, the 
striping of the ball was, I thought, excellent. I mean, there was a moment where no one in their right mind, if they were looking at the hole, would have pulled out a six iron from the tee. But we trusted the process based on our research and statistics, and it worked out beautifully. I mean, middle of the fairway. I would, uh, the interesting thing about that is, literally never in my life have I hit a six iron off a par four tee box, okay? But we had looked at it and said, we're gonna have 120 in hitting a six iron, and you've taken out every bit of trouble. Other guys hit drivers. We saw a guy in front of us, like most guys were hitting drivers. Guy in front of us, we see him driving back to re-tee. One of our guys looked for 10 minutes for his ball, found it and played it. That's questionable. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then the group behind us hit our golf cart and went into the woods. Shout out Tommy Fleetwood. You know who I'm talking about, Doug. (laughs) 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 And then we hear behind us, he's trying to kind of chunk one out of the trees. I'm just telling you, dude, that was a huge moment for me today. Yeah. I think the reason I'm so excited about today's round, I have historically lost so many shots on poor decision-making, poor club selection, or pulling a club that I'm not confident in Mm -hmm. and hitting a bad shot as a result. That is not what happened today. I shot 77 and felt like I made very few decision errors. Anything to add to that? No, I I totally agree. I think... I think there was never, you know, maybe the entire round one bad decision, maybe zero bad decisions. There were bad shots, which resulted in the 77. But knowing that there were so few bad decisions is what leads you to even more confidence for the next round. I love that. Let me just ask you a quick question. How many putts do you think I had on the front nine? Well, you had at least three three putts, uh, so you know that's nine strokes right there. If we give the rest two, that's twelve. Probably had uh, twenty-one putts on just on the front nine. I was looking more for like a, a, a kind of a jerk reaction. Uh, you basically just went through and thought in your head how many I had. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and the uh, can we just take a quick moment to talk about the fact that there are many times in my golfing career where I have had. 21 putts on 18 holes i ladies and gentlemen actually probably only gentlemen (laughs) i had 21 putts on the front nine and that doesn't even count tyler and doug yes i know you're thinking it to yourselves that does not count putts from the fringe which would have been an additional one and in my head that counts as a three putt on hole eight no 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 no. on eight i uh two putted sorry yeah But I had 21 putts on the front. How does that make you feel? I mean, uh, you know, if you go back and look at it, I think that's where you're gonna you're gonna say your score came from. Uh, Because, like we said, the striping it most of the time, especially once you're from the fairway, uh, most of your strokes lost are probably from from on the green. Yeah, I had uh, I think I had eight greens and rag on the front or something like that, and I shot and I shot three over. It was insane. It was insane. Uh, maybe seven greens and rig. So it was a really weird day um, from a scoring perspective. But honestly, it was so much fun. Um, I felt like I wasn't hitting golf shots or 
I think a lot of times I go out there and I think, okay, the way to score is to hit the ball really well. And today it was like, the way to score is to execute the game plan and trust the game plan that we put together. And I felt like we did that beautifully. Didn't result in a good score today, but long-term, as I get more and more comfortable with that, and as I play golf courses that aren't the worst golf courses in the world, I think that'll turn into some good scores. Yeah, and full disclosure, I mean, in order to keep Clay from sounding complainy, it was pretty bad out there around the greens, uh, mostly on the greens. I mean, it was clear they just sanded recently. There was sand everywhere. There were rough patches. There was this one par five, I think, where the hole was literally on this ridge. It was almost like half the hole went downhill and half the hole was up on the hill and you had to putt along this ridge. It was just kind of disappointing, you know? I put it this way when I was talking with Steven, who I played with today. Oh, yeah, I shout said, out to Steven and uh, Watson. A couple of great guys. They're, they're my boys, for sure. Um, I said to Steven this way, this golf course is hard right now in all of the stupidest ways you could ever imagine. <laughs> like, quirky golf holes. Hole 18, Tyler, how about his hole 18? I mean, probably should. I love how I'm talking to people. Yeah. Who we know are listening. It's fantastic. Um, 18 is the worst golf hole in the history of the world. But that's that's beside the point. Someone shot 66 today. Like, let's Correct. not let's yeah. not deny the yeah. fact exactly. that I should have gone out and shot a good score today. Okay? All that to say, though, we did take a video. You got to go watch the YouTube video. Chip took a video of the fairway. Okay? I just said, Chip, you just have to get a video of this. Guys, I got flyers out of the fairways today. It was unbelievable. It was as thick as the rough at most golf courses. Um, the greens were rolling, maybe an eight. Uh, very sandy, very grainy. That pin was 100% illegal. They were only playable because it was rolling an eight. And there were several like that. So it was pretty crazy out there. Uh, Tyler told me not to show up at this tournament. He said, do not go play that golf course. It's awful. Um, I remember the tweet. Remember I'd like tweet. to publicly apologize for um, not listening to him on that. So there you go. Now, let's move on and talk about what was the low light for you today? What do you mean by low light? The moment in the day where you said, we're losing it here a little bit. Did that ever happen or did you, man, I got to think, I got to think when I made that third three putt in a row, that had to be it. Yep. That's when I was like, this could go downhill really quickly. Um... Let me, you know, let me, let me interject real fast. Here's what happened. We're on hole five. Is that right? One, two, three, four. We're on hole four. I'm even par. I hit a nice little iron in there, had about 25 feet um, to, for birdie. Hit a fantastic putt that had a chance to go in and it rolled by about three feet. Okay. So I did hit it a little firm. I was trying to keep my speed down today. Um, it was a right edge putt coming back. And I just straight up yanked it. Just just a real pull hook. Didn't touch the hole. So next hole, I had about 8 feet or 10 feet maybe for eagle. And putted that one actually pretty well. It was that ridge putt where I was just trying to keep it below the hole. And it was a left edge putt. And I hit a really, really good putt. And it just did not move. It looked to me like if I, I could have played a cup of break, I thought. But I decided to hit it firm left edge. And it only went by a couple inches, and it didn't move. It, that was shocking. I hit a really good putt there. And then the next hole, this is the one that, like, this is, 
I had maybe 20 feet for birdie, hit a good putt, and I had like three feet for par. Yeah, it was tiny. And I hit a really good putt, right edge, firm, and it just, like, how would you explain what happened? I mean, it just lipped out. Uh, You know, I looked at the hole afterwards, and it looked... It just wasn't quite cut. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But you know well, how there's, you know how there's little bit of bits of grass that sort of like grow in from the sides. It's called the dead side of the hole, and these holes looked like they hadn't uh, been moved for a couple of months. <laughs> so I really, I hit that dead side of the hole really firm, and it just, it just didn't go in. It just, the hole was not cut well, and that's probably why. But that was definitely the low point. You know, you're hitting the ball well, and you just went bogey par bogey so that was two over it hurts what was the uh, best shot i hit today um i don't know that two iron on uh number 18 from the tee was just right down the chute and the ball flight was just pristine in my opinion especially for a two iron how about that six iron? Yeah. Talk to people about the six iron. What was going through your head when we hit that six iron on hole nine? The yardage was 211, um, and it was playing downwind. It was tracking, I mean, right above the flag. We thought, you know, easy gimme for birdie, if that's even possible. And sure enough, hard bounce off of these eight greens back into the sand which let's be real saying sand is very very generous of you i I appreciate you saying that sand is uh maybe not the correct term we should maybe call it (laughs) loose gravel (laughs) um making a very difficult uh punch out of the sand but you know that that shot was shaping up to be Amazing and just got a kind of a bad break. Um, what was our best decision we made today? I think trusting what club we should pull out on every hole and just being consistent and not letting the score or letting the putting dictate the next tee box. You know, instead of pulling a six iron saying, oh, you know what, we're, we're behind, let's just pull out a driver and, you know, I think just consistently making those decisions to trust the plan that we had come up with. So it's not really one decision. Yeah. It's more of being consistent throughout. And I would say hole 17 is probably the one that showed that the most. You're, I, I'm five over, okay, and I'm taking a six iron off a of par four just because, you know, how easy would it have been to say, let's just try to drive the green here or something, turn into some big number, do something stupid. And instead of walking away from today, feeling so good about how I trusted it. And even though I didn't score well, I had a game plan and I went out and executed. That's how I feel right now. I'd feel very different if I would have turned that into a double bogey because I pulled driver. I would say the, by the way, back to the low light, the hole that hurt the most. Okay. I was so patient today. And then on hole 10, 11, 12, 14. 13. 14. The par 5. Is it 13? 14 is the OB. No, no, no. What's the par 5? Uh, That's 13. The par 5 is the hole that hurt the oh, most. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, got the, it's a hole where you, you can cut the corner. 
<laughs> bulldozer hole. You can cut the corner if you want. Um, the but the guys were hitting iron, and the other guy hit a three wood, kind of, kind of a little safer play. The and drive. I told Chip, dude, my cut driver just feels good here. And uh, we had driver down. I want you guys to know we did have driver down on our sheet. So, but when we got there, the hole looked very like you had to hit the perfect shot for it to be driver. But the data said driver was the club. And I just talked to me about that cut. The unbelievable. I mean, the description of where it needed to go prior to swinging was exactly lined up with where it ended up. And it just feels good. You know, everything just lined up perfectly. And I had 147 yards in to that par five. Now, talk to me about the discussion there. That That's, if I could plot myself back, yep. I probably would, even though I was three over, I would plot myself back on that shot right there. Yeah, there were a couple holes like this where we were trying to decide a yardage and we kind of, I felt like we came to a disagreement. So we had 147, it was uphill, but then the wind was into us, if I remember correctly. And so deciding on the proper club, I think we were between an eight iron, oh yeah, a knockdown eight or a full nine, but it was uphill. The wind was for us. So I think Clay's perspective was concerned with hitting a full nine into the wind, possibly not getting it where it needed to be. Whereas a knockdown eight, which he feels more comfortable with, I think as he described it, his favorite shot is a knockdown eight. It's the numbers were, it was playing about eight yards up. So we came to the number that without wind, it was 155 stick, okay? So 155 is just a really, really nice nine iron, okay? Now, I felt like it was 160 because about about five yards of wind. I felt like if I got up there and tried to hit a nine, 160, obviously the fuller I swing, the higher it's gonna go, the more the wind is gonna hit it. So I wanted to hit not a nine iron 160, I wanted to hit an eight iron 160. And we had this back and forth and honestly, I, I hit the eight and I wish I would have hit the nine. However, I wish I would have selected that if we would have known where the pin was. Yeah, I think if you had seen the green and what the green looked like, the approach to the hole, you would have made the decision independently to hit a nine. But we just didn't know until we got up there. Even though I said nine from the start, you know, it could have gone either way. Yeah, and I, I just had, I could tell I had a little lack of commitment on that eight iron because you saw me stripe the ball all day today, and that was the only one where I kind of pulled it a little, and it wasn't stripey, and that just goes to show you when there's just that little bit of lack of commitment, yeah, how different that is. So, I, the truth is maybe the eight was the right club if I commit to it. I'm probably, I mean, I did hit it pin high, I just yanked it. So, um, it was super fun day. Um, I learned a lot today about preparing. I'm going to use those yardage books more often from now on. Um, and, you know, honestly, I kind of, when I putt like that, I kind of th- throw that out of my mind. That does not bother me. Like, it's not, I'm not a bad putter. I'm a great putter. It wasn't bad putts. It was honestly a combination of could not get the ball to the hole. I left 80% of my putt short. I did not get one putt uphill to the hole, which is interesting. I couldn't get it there. Um, and whenever you're thinking about speed that much and trying to kill putts, I just never putt well like that. But it's fine. Um, I'm encouraged by today. My ball striking is excellent. I need to do a little work on the driver. I did have one driver go out of bounds on me. 
I do think that was a little bit of a reaction to that par on that par five. I was very frustrated, and I kind of got up there and just kind of hit a little, a little swipey one. So at least you admit it. At least you admit it. All right. Any other thoughts for the people out there? Um, no, I think uh, think it was a good day, fun day, and um, looking forward to seeing how this all plays out and the results to come. All right, guys. Uh, don't forget until hashtag what's your until. Hope you guys are uh, hope you guys are chasing. Hope you guys are chasing those dreams. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check us out on YouTube. We're going to put a little short video up for you guys so you can see uh, that buttery two iron on hole 18. Can't wait to watch it myself. Um, Thanks again for listening. Peace out. See you later. Thanks for having me. Until.